Good evening, Island Church. It's Tuesday, September the 15th, and we uh, thankful that you're tuning in, all you that are part of Island Church and all you that are, that are uh, around the world. We've gotten reports from a lot of people that are watching our podcast, watching our live stream, and we're so thankful that we're getting the Word of God out. Uh, we're just taking some time and, and exhorting you to fight the fight of faith. Uh, there's so much to an aggressive posture in your life and in your faith that is conducive to you receiving from God. Uh, last time, last night, we began with uh, uh, there at 1 Timothy uh, chapter 6, verse 12. Let me read a couple of other translations. Amplified says this, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confessed the good confession of faith before many witnesses. I like it in the... In the uh, here in the Passion Bible says, So fight with faith for the winner's prize. Lay your hands upon eternal life, for this is your calling, celebrating in faith before the multitude of many witnesses. Both the King James and the Amplified talk about your profession or confession of faith. Now let me just say this. We know all of the principles of faith that, that we use in the teaching of faith and the applying of faith uh, to our lives. Number one, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the, wor the Word of God. Uh, your Bible, the Word of God, is the source for faith. It comes by your reading, your meditation, your study of the Word of God, and it comes, um, the majority of your faith comes by having it preached and taught to you. The Bible talks about Jesus, how he went about teaching, preaching, and healing. Uh, those are the three things that I believe that the Word of God is designed for, the proclamation and the demonstration of the Word of God. So God wants you to have a positive or a good confession of faith, of your salvation, of your healing, of your prosperity, and by doing that, you're laying hold of the, of the elements of eternal life. Now you think about what eternal life affords you. In this life, it affords you the provision of God through the redemptive package we have in Christ, the covenant that we have in Christ. Then one day you'll pass from this earth or you'll go up in the rapture and you'll be in the heavenly realm where uh, you know you, that'll be a whole different uh, dimension of your provision being met, your health, glorified bodies, no aging, no death, no sickness, no disease. No poverty, no lack, no depression, no addiction. So we're living in this realm making application of eternal life to those things that go against that. And one day we'll live in the realm in which all of that is, is just natural. It's just how we live. But in the meantime, we are fighting the fight of faith. And no other time I believe in history is it more imperative for us to fight that fight of faith in every area. Make sure in your own life you're aggressive. You're not letting some little problem, some little situation slip. But with every situation the enemy rises up in your life or that just comes because of the, uh, the craziness that's going on, make an application of your faith through confession, through acting upon the Word of God, through praising God, through rejoicing. And I guarantee you, your fight of faith will result in the victory that already belongs to you in Jesus Christ. Now let's go, if we will, to another scripture here in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. There in verse 36. No, 35, excuse me, 35. It says this, it says, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promises. Now, here's a scripture many times I believe we, we, we hear it, we get inspired by it, but 
because it's in the Word of God means that there is opportunity for you to cast away your confidence. You know, a lot of people don't realize they're the casting. How can you say this? The exercise of casting something is relevant to two things. Number one, the Bible says to cast not, therefore, your confidence. Another thing, though, it says over in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5, it says you're going to have to cast your cares. It's amazing how many people I've met over the years that are believers, tongue-talking, spirit-filled, faith-believing, bible but they're living in, in, in the opposite of that. They're casting their confidence, they're casting that away, but they're hanging on to their cares, their anxiety, their woes, their worries. And when you do that, I guarantee you when you do that, it is not conducive to the fight of faith. You're not going to be strong in the Lord. You're not going to be powerful in your confession. You're not going to have all of the momentum that you need in faith to receive from God the way you need to. So here it is again. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Here's one of the things you maintain your confidence. First of all, understand what it is. Your confidence is based on, number one, what the Word of God says. The Word of God is the promises of God. The Bible says all the promises of God are in Him, in Christ, yea and amen to the glory of God by us. Every promise, we used to sing that song when I was a kid in the Assemblies of God Church. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. I am standing on His word sublime. Every promise in the book is mine. That's true. Every promise in the book. That's why we go back to Psalms 91. Claim the promise of protection. We go into in the book of Malachi and we claim the promise of tithing. We go into Isaiah 53 and we claim the promise of healing. Then we bring what was in the shadow. We bring it over into the light of the scriptures of the new covenant that we have in Christ. And we claim it. We say it. We believe it. We stand on it and we receive it. That is our confidence. Secondly, there is an element of your experience. You know, you if you ever do anything in your life that you don't have any experience in doing. Years ago, Lee and I were uh, blessed to be a part of a real wonderful move of God uh, in Hawaii. We're on the west side of the island of Oahu. It was so supernatural the way that God put it together. Many of you have heard the story. We were told we couldn't come. We wouldn't be accepted. Just the opposite happened. We went. The people loved us. We enjoyed over 10 years of fellowship, revival, outreach. It's just real blessing. Well, many times we would bring, we would bring uh, groups over uh, from the Galveston area and other people, other pastors and friends and people would come from other, and we'd bring them to Hawaii. And, and many times we'd arrive on a Wednesday and leave on a Wednesday. So we'd get there on Wednesday and we'd begin to get ready for meetings and we'd, we'd start Thursday morning many times with the outreach, Thursday night meetings, Friday outreach, Friday night meetings, Saturday we'd do a big outreach in a park somewhere, do giveaways, great Sunday night, Sunday, uh, Saturday night meetings. Then Sunday we'd break up into the churches and go different places and then uh, 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 Sunday night we'd have a great Holy Ghost rally. Everybody would get together. We did that so many times. It was so wonderful. But the group, many times, we would always afford them uh, to have that Monday and Tuesday, and we always left late on Wednesday, so they would have kind of two and a half days to enjoy Hawaii. Who wouldn't want to do that? So many times, we'd get a group together and take them snorkeling. Uh, it's not uh, scuba diving where you use a tank, but it's snorkeling. And we had places we would take them where the water is calm, and they could see a lot of fish, and it was, it was pretty. Some people didn't even know how to swim. 
And it was kind of funny to watch people who had no experience in snorkeling. Lee and I had done it for years and were very experienced at it. We had other people were, but it was, it was funny how several times, especially Pastor Leah, she's so, she's so kind and so merciful. She would see someone standing up on the beach and they'd have their fins and their goggles and they'd just kind of be kind of real intimidated of that water and, and all of that. And she'd go out and get them by the hand and just take them all around that reef and show them all the beautiful fish and things like that. And it caused their confidence to come up a little bit. Next thing you know, we'd see them out there by themselves, snorkeling, having a good time. Well, I'm telling you, your faith is the same way. You've had answers to prayer. God has touched your life. There's been places where you've had breakthroughs. You ought to have some confidence in what God has done in your life. Confidence that he'll do it again. Listen, God will do it again. Healing, preservation, blessing, safety, deliverance, all that you need. God will do it again. You ought to have a confidence in the prayers that have been answered. And that ought to encourage you that the prayers you're currently praying are answered in Jesus' name. And you're going to receive it. So notice what it says. Cast not away your confidence, which hath what? A great recompense of reward. Listen to it in the Amplified. I like it in the Amplified. It says, do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence, for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. You want, listen, you want, and I don't like to use this term because I guess it's kind of crude, but it is true. You want your faith to pay off. You want the end of the day, the end of the fight. You want the answer of God in your life. The, the symptoms gone, the, uh, the money in the bank, uh, the peace in the home, uh, the addiction broken, whatever it is you're believing God for, you want that to happen. But here's the thing that ought to give you great, great, great confidence, and that is this. More than you want it to happen, God wants it to happen. You say, now how can you say that, Pastor? Here's why. It's because God did so much to get the answer to you. He sent his son Jesus. He was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He did signs, wonders, and miracles. He died on a cross. He redeemed you from death, hell, and the grave. He imparted to you eternal life through salvation. He empowered you with the Holy Ghost. Listen, he has done so much... He is a God of excess and overcompensation, and He has done so much to get His answer into your life. Be encouraged. Yes, you may be in a fight of faith, but don't cast your confidence. That's why it's important. There are some major principles and things that you need to do to keep your confidence level high, to stay in the fight. Listen, I've been in the fight now for 36 years. I've gone from one situation to the next, to the next, to the next. But I, I, I am not a perfect man. I have not done, you know, I, I think if you put on the scale the things I've gotten right, the things I've gotten wrong, I don't know if it'll even balance out. I may have got more wrong than I've gotten right. But I will say one thing. I have not given up in the fight. I just can't do it. God has been too good to me. He's redeemed me. He restored me. He has blessed me. He has been too good to me. I am not going to give up in the fight, and neither should you. Do what you need to do to fight that fight of faith, and do not cast your confidence, for it has a great recompense of reward. God bless you. We'll see you on Thursday night. Don't forget we have church on Wednesday night at 7.30, prayer at 6.30. We invite you to come be a part of what's going on here at Island Church. God bless you. See you Thursday night.